Hi, Joe. Hi, Mike. <laughs> so, episode one. Um, my name's Mike, and that's Joe. And this is our very first episode of the Catching Up podcast. And we're two friends that have been friends for over a decade, and we just call each other every week and we catch up. Is that right? That is right, Mike. <laughs> so, how are you, Joe? I'm doing well. Now, wait. I have a quick question because we did a pilot episode. Yeah. And and I said I'll be doing things that week. Do I reference that episode? Sure. By the way, you can download that pilot episode on our website. What is our website, Joe? It's CU Podcast. That's the letter C, the letter U, and podcast.com. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so in that uh, podcast, I said I was going to meet with a guy named Mark Salata. Oh, yeah. How did that go? I didn't meet with him. Oh. <laughs> I forgot to tell him that I was meeting with him. So it didn't happen. But... Um, one, you know, here's a weird thing. I've been doing this all week. Is well, a few weeks ago, I had a color with my niece. Have you ever colored? Like in a coloring book? Yeah, but with like in, as an adult. You're forgetting that I worked with kids for like ten years. Um, it's super therapeutic. Sure. I kind of loved it. It's brainless, and you mm -hmm. just do something without thinking about anything. Exactly. Uh huh. So why did I go on Amazon and buy Crayolas? <laughs> Shut and up. Adult. Well, they have coloring books for adults. Are you gonna go to the park and do it and have kids like come around and color with you? No, no, no. They're adult coloring books. Oh, they are. Yeah, they sell adult coloring books. Like what? But, what are they? I don't get that. It's just. I mean, in theory, a child could color them, but the kid would have to be really into coloring. Like they're just like really intricate designs and there's no like you know like dora the explorer is not there okay. or anything like that it's just like they're just ornamental pretty much actually think about it i got my sister for christmas a coloring book this was not this year but the year before i got her a coloring book of like day of the dead stuff i, I almost bought that one it's like it's really the, intricate it's the same company oh okay okay yes and she I almost like, bought that one she uh xeroxed them is that the verb you use? She photocopied them and then like just colors them and then throws them away. Oh, I've been actually coloring in the book. Ugh, I'm so stupid. Yeah. So anyway, sometimes – by the way, they're $3. Okay. I don't know what I'm complaining about. <laughs> I go to this office to write sometimes and uh, there's a guy – so I was writing but then what I – so I'm also into this um, spiritual teacher named Marianne Williamson. Sounds boring. Okay. But I was listening to one of her meditations and coloring, but I had my headphones in and I was just sitting in this office. And I guess this guy that works at the office I was at named Paul, I guess I didn't need to say his name, but <laughs> this guy that the office I was working at, he came up to me and he was like, well, he was walking by and he was like, hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. And then finally someone had to tell him I was had headphones in. But the point is, that's just a typical story. He must have thought I was the biggest, like, jerk lunatic, like, just sitting there coloring. Like Asperger's. He's met you before, right? So he knows you don't have Asperger's? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he, I don't know if he's met me before, but I don't know if he knows I don't have Asperger's. I was just sitting like a fat lunatic just coloring. <laughs> he must have thought I was, like, the biggest lunatic. And here's the other thing, too. So, what, and I, you and I have talked about this before, but there's nothing more that I love than, like, a greasy spoon, like, burger place. Yeah. So there's one close by to that office, and I went there for breakfast yesterday. With, like, grill, like, hash browns yes. from the grill. Exactly. It's a great breakfast. So it's like good. Ch it's cheap. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I was meeting my friend Pat there, and um, but this is, this is to show you the absurdity that I attract. 
So I'm just sitting there waiting. Now, when I got there, it wasn't super crowded. I ordered my breakfast burrito. Okay. And I was sitting there waiting. You ordered before Pat showed up? Yes. Okay. I know. It's weird, but I did. Yeah. I didn't even think about that till right now. Sounds like something that somebody with Asperger's might do. Exactly. Well, yeah. I have Asperger's. Anyway, um, that's actually the name of this place, Asperger's. That is such, wait, okay. <laughs> I want to say for the record, that is the cheapest joke. And I want you to know I have a British friend who said, well, in England, we say Aspergers. And I go, you know what? I like that better than saying Asperger's. But I went with the cheap joke, and I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> anyway, so I ordered the breakfast burrito, and I'm sitting there and waiting for the breakfast burrito. And this guy just walks up to me, and he's holding a burger. And he goes, can I sit with you? And No. I, Did you say no? Well, I looked around, and there were no tables, I guess. And I go, uh, uh Okay, fine, right? And he sits down, <laughs> and so now I'm in. Now I'm trapped with this guy in this table. He's eating his burger. And I don't know whether. Well, hold on, hold on. Was he good looking? Like no. Uh, uh, okay. Imagine an ugly Prince Harry, uh, but like super, super, super skinny. Not like gross and bad teeth. It was bad. Okay, so he sits down. I will say, in fairness to him, he wolfed down that burger in like under two minutes. So it wasn't that long of a commitment. But then. He stood up and he goes, thanks a lot for letting me sit with you or something like that, right? And then why was there this fat Mexican lady with her fat Mexican kids? And they're like, oh, can we sit down with you? And I'm like, what? And I was like, no. And so then I um, I, I, I said, just just take the table. And then I just waited for another table. But, but who's thinking that you can just sit down with somebody at a table when they're just sitting there? Well, it was a busy place, wasn't it? But why with me? I, look. I feel that I, at least I try to uh, foster this, I feel that I give off the sense of, like, I will molest your kids and I will kill you. <laughs> you do give that off. I'm trying to cultivate that. It's a, it's a thing I'm trying to do. And so why would – there's so many people that they could sit with. Were there, were there, though, other empty ta- – or not empty, but, like, single solo eaters? Yes. Yes. This lady was gonna fat. Uh, she was gonna shove her fat two Mexican girls and her with me in there. Oh my god! They would get the jaws of life to get us out of there. It'd been horrible. <laughs> It'd been terrible. Um, but I have something to talk to you about as well that I think you will be able. You're gonna like this one. Okay, go. So I had to call Verizon this week. Okay, you're you're with Verizon. No, okay. I just call them from time to time, check in. <laughs> okay. See how they're doing. <laughs> Seeing if they're really how their coverage is going. Right. And um. I called Verizon to change my plan, and look, I want everyone to know who's listening. All four me, people. All four, me, you, and my two friends, and your two friends. So six people. <laughs> okay. So, that, so to your two friends, so that to two friends who haven't met me, I recognize something. I think my voice is kind of attractive because whenever I talk to like service people, <laughs> and they're gay, they like fall in love with me and they flirt with me and so i flirt back to get shit little do they know that uh that i look like a troll okay <laughs> come on but wait what did you get what did you get for free nothing but i got in this huge conversation i didn't have there was nothing to get for free of getting rid of a line so oh. but i could have he was like oh so like he started making small talk with me he was like oh so where are you You're in california oh it must be so nice out there and i was like oh yeah and so I was just I'm bored. I'm sitting there. So I just like talk back to him. I'm like, oh, so 
you know, the blah blah working at Verizon. And anyway, here's the deal. It comes out that he, he, the, the call center is in Tucson, Arizona. Gross. Yeah. And so I go, oh, I had a friend who, uh, it's you, by the way. Yeah. Who lived in Phoenix. Different, I, but yeah. I go, is that close? And he goes, it's like 70 miles away. It's like a good two hour drive. That's why I told him. I said, I thought it was like over 100 miles. He goes, no. Anyway, so then I go, listen, I bring this up with anybody I ever meet from Arizona, which is my friend already moved from Phoenix. He doesn't live there anymore. Mike used to live in Phoenix. Oh, yeah. I used to live in Phoenix. I go, he doesn't live there anymore. But he told me about this place. (laughs) I know where this is going. This Oregon Stop Pizza. Everybody I meet from Phoenix tells me it's not that big of a deal. Well, let me tell. Let's pause for one second, and let me tell you what it is. Um, For those of you that aren't familiar with the famous Oregon Stop Pizza, it's not that famous, but it's a pizza place. My mom said, "Let's go to Oregon Stop one time." Oregon Stop Pizza, and I thought, you know how there's like Chicago style pizza and maybe some other kind of style. I thought there was an Oregon style, like the state of Oregon. It's it's awesome style pizza. It's spelled with an A, Oregon. And it's you go and you get your pizza, and then a man, there's this huge stage, and a man emerges from the ground playing the organ. And he takes requests, and he does medleys of the requests. So 10 people put in songs, and he takes all the cards, and it could be like Lady Gaga and Little Mermaid, and he will like medley them together. And then he also does percussion with his feet, and there are puppets that play the percussion <laughs> instruments for him. It sounds cool, but it's not. It's like Mike, I fail to believe. And then I saw an article in the news, in the I don't know what news I'm reading, where they showed pictures. Of, it looked a hundred percent awesome. It looks amazing. You told me the pizza's good. Okay, the pe- the food is actually speaking of greasy spoon. Like, there's nothing nutritional about it it's like deep fried zucchini and like thick buttermilk ranch that they make right there and it's good food but it's i don't know it's, it's just it smells dusty and old and creepy so did the verizon guy know what organ stop pizza was no he never heard of it he told me he was gonna go check it out now because of me uh, i think and he I... was like in an indian call center no he was a white guy he was like hey my name's kevin <laughs> like he was super white and Here's the deal. He had kind of a cute voice. I'm sure he looked exactly the equivalent of me on the hot scale. So it was just two ugly people talking to each other. Imagine the other person was hot. But uh, but but the point, the reason I brought this up is because I'm telling you, Oregon Stop Pizza. It, okay, look, I want pictures of Oregon Stop Pizza. I want somebody to go there. I'm going to go there. If and I, I still you... lived in Phoenix, we could arrange that. But I'm not going to – I don't see us vacationing in Phoenix anytime. Um, But that's – I kind of had a boring week. That's pretty much my week. How was your week, Mike? Um, It was good. You're – I have a story to tell you that I don't know if you're going to actually believe. It was too crazy. So, well, I was going to tell you – I went to karaoke last week. I was going to tell you that story. But then on Friday, something even stupider happened. I went to – so I live like a – Around the corner is this gay bar, and I I go there, you know, maybe five or six times a month. So frequently, but not like every day. Uh, so I went there and got drunk, and my roommates were there. We danced. We had fun. Um, slowly, all of my roommates went home. I live so close, we walk. So all of my roommates come home. I'm still there. I'm dancing, and I'm still getting drunk. And I started Wait, dancing. how did you get there? We walked there. It's so close. Oh, okay. okay, okay. I'm drinking with... The, 
I mean, a few people that I've met before, but then there's this guy named Dale that shows up and he's like dancing with me. He's about my age and he's attractive, but not like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't kick him out of bed, I guess, is the way you would say it. Wait, his name's Dale. So what's wrong with that? It's a gross name. <laughs> I don't think it's that gross. But anyway, dancing. You would date someone named, this is my boyfriend, Dale. You would go around saying that. I never said that he would be my boyfriend. No, but no, but 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 I I project into the future, so I would be like, oh oh hey mom and dad, it's my boyfriend Dale. I don't think Dale's a bad name. Bad name, terrible name. Go ahead. So we're drinking, dancing, whatever, and maybe around like twelve thirty, I was like pretty pretty wasted. Like I should oh. go home before I pass out. And Dale's like, well, I'm gonna go sleep in my car because I can't drive home. Oh, no. I know. Oh, God. And it's cold out, and I'm like... He's probably not even gay. <laughs> He's I'm not even joking. He's probably not even gay. Go ahead. No, I'm pretty sure he was. But it's like, what do you say? Do you say, like, okay, why don't you go sleep in your car? See you later? Yes. I know. I should have. Oh, so... no. No, Mike. <laughs> no, you didn't do this. No, it didn't happen. So I was like, okay, well, I'm, like, two blocks away. Why don't you just walk home and sleep, whatever? But, like... I made it very clear, like, I think I'm ready to just go to sleep. So mm-hmm. we we come up to my room and I we Wait, get in is, bed. Is he, is he hot? Oh, that's right. You wouldn't kick him out of bed. I wouldn't okay, kick yeah. him out of bed. Okay. And, go ahead. But, like, I'm not going to actively pursue this either. Is he Filipino? No, he's white, actually. Oh. Because um, I've never met Filipinos named Dale. I've never met a Filipino named Dale. That's a very Filipino name. Go ahead. So um, I'm, like, so wasted. So I pretty much get in bed and go to sleep. There's a little bit of, like, making out a little bit, but I was kind of, like, too drunk to, like, be nice. So I was like, I need to go to sleep. I'm, like, ready to pass out, whatever. And so he made, like, weird comments like, well, we can have sex in the morning when we're both not drunk. He said this? Yeah. And so I was like, well, I probably will kick you out as soon as the sun comes up. Like You you told him that? Yeah, but it was, like, jokey. Jokey, ha, ha, ha. Even though I'm, like, (laughs) drunk and just telling the truth. Mm-hmm. So I fall asleep pretty quickly, and in the morning you woke up in a bathtub around ice, and your kidneys were gone. <laughs> Have you heard this story before? <laughs> no, close, close though. So I wake oh, up. No. Um, he's like, I hear him like putting his clothes on. So he put his clothes next to my walk-in closet where I have a hamper full of my dirty clothes. Okay, and I hear him like putting his clothes on, and I'm like. I just kept my eyes shut because I like <laughs> I didn't want to have any conversation. I was like oh, fake no. sleeping, like <sighs> me 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 me. Like didn't want to deal with this. So he gets his clothes on and he leaves. Done. It's like gone. I hear the front door close. He's gone. I go back to sleep and I'm a lazy fuck. So like six hours later, I wake up and when I get up and start walking around my bedroom, my dirty clothes hamper. Okay, I'm a fairly clean person. Like. Things are in order. I'm not like OCD clean, but everything's in order. So my dirty clothes hamper where his clothes yeah, were right You're a totally to normal guy who brings homeless people home. That's right. This is Everybody does this. He wasn't homeless. He was going to sleep. Mike, he's going to sleep in his car. Because he was too drunk to drive home. Oh, okay. So anyway. I kept, I kept thinking he was homeless the whole time. No, 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 no. Not homeless. Oh. Too drunk to drive home. Okay. So any, well, this he's not a normal person, though. Just wait. So... All of my clothes from my clothes hamper, which isn't a lot. I did laundry on Thursday, and this is Friday night, 
this happened in that Saturday morning. So like two days worth of clothes, right? In my walk-in closet, all of my laundry was outside of my hamper. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? So that just made me very suspicious. So I start like putting him back in and I'm looking. No underwear or is in my dirty clothes. He stole two pair of underwear from me. Dirty used underwear. How, how are you telling me <laughs> that he's not homeless? Joe, he's not homeless, all right? He was just too drunk to drive. Okay. Yes, he had a corn cob pipe and he kept singing <laughs> Jimmy Crack Corn and he stole my underwear and he ate sardines. I don't think that he was homeless. He didn't look homeless. He oh, just Okay. He, he didn't. He just was too drunk to drive home, so he said he was going to sleep in his car. He was sleeping in his car because he was homeless. Maybe, but I don't think so. So he stole my underwear, and that's that's my story. That Okay, now I have an embarrassing question for you that you'll probably edit out. Okay. But would there be a reason for him to, like, was there something erotic about your stolen underwear? No, like, there was, I mean, there were just regular old underwear. No, like semen stains or no, something creepy no, like no, that. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Nothing creepy. Just regular cut, underwear. Cut. I was going to buy some off you if they were. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I was gonna be like, All right, I'll give you $5 for each pair. Well, you'll probably bump into him. See, that's what I think. Like, I go there enough. Do you think he's just never going to go again? Or do you think he thought I wouldn't? Let me ask you this. Let's, let's get away from the homeless thing. Do you think maybe he stole your underwear as an erotic thing? Like, he has... Like, you know, well, he wouldn't fuck me, so I'm going to beat off smelling his underwear. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, either there's That's really... kind of hot. I wish some. Why doesn't anyone steal my underwear? <laughs> I want someone to steal my underwear. You see, this is, this is it. You have... This is the thing you do when you have people who, like, actually like... You're like, ugh, he stole my underwear. No, 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 problem. no, no. Hold on. So, at first, I was like... I want someone to steal my underwear. When I realized it, I was kind of like... Okay, whatever. If he's a dude that gets off an underwear, it, no big deal. But then he stole my fucking underwear. Like those, I paid for those, and I wear those. And they, one of them was a nice pair of underwear. How fucking cheap are you? That you are mad that some guy took a piece of cloth that you used to cover your like shit-stained ass. You're like, ugh, I paid for that piece of cloth that covers my like poo and pee front and back. Ew. I would be happy if someone stole my underwear. No. If I'm had... telling you. I w- Look, anybody out there in podcast land, if you want to steal my underwear, just send me a message and I will tell you where I live and you can sneak in and steal my underwear. Thank you. No, see, that's you're, you're pointing out a very big difference and the reason that I'm upset about it. I'm upset because he didn't send me a message and I gave him permission to come take my underwear. In fact, I put him up for a night and then he steals from me. That's not okay. He wanted a piece of you, Mike. Hey, um, in San Francisco, they started charging for parking meters on Sundays this last Sunday. Did you hear is that? that un- is that unusual? Yeah, Sundays were always free for like, the past like 65 years. Parking was free in San Francisco on Sundays. But starting this Sunday, they're going to charge. And the city thinks that writing tickets for Sundays and charging in meters on Sundays is going to be it's going to generate two million dollars a year. Do you believe that? I believe. I don't know why they don't name that after Harvey Milk. Well, <laughs> people are upset, actually, because, like, for so long they've been parking for free on Sundays. And 
Um, there's news stories where women are like, I never drive my car, but on Sundays I will take my car out and go for my errands and stuff because I know that I can park anywhere and blah, blah, blah. But now I have to pay when I go park places. And Look, here's a deal. I've kind of gotten used to people from San Francisco just bitching about everything. Why? Like, I just think that they just bitch about everything. Let me tell you this. This is not my news story, but did you know in Santa Monica they've already started implementing these um, – meters these special meters that um like they're already they're past fucking sunday they fucked over sunday 10 years ago in santa monica in west la in santa monica they have these meters now so let's say for instance you have to run in to get the mail yeah right at the post office and you don't want to get tickets so you'll put in the you know 50 cents for an hour right but you'll you know it can be 20 minutes we have those too and so it's motion when your car moves the 50 cents is gone yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. So then the next person who drives up, it's zeroed out. It's not like they can run in and get their mail on your quarter. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked. I drive around the city looking for those valley spots. I mean, those parking spots. I've gotten to a point where I don't drive pretty much unless I really have to. I'll take the train pretty much everywhere. Just because I don't want to deal with meters and then finding parking and if i'm gonna go like my office is two miles away if i'm gonna go to the office i end up parking almost two miles away from the office so i might as well just fucking walk or take the train that's the bad part about living in la yeah you have to drive everywhere and park everywhere um so people in san francisco are really upset about this yeah it's in the news because it's such a big break from tradition but I'm going to count how many weeks it is until you tell me a story where people in San Francisco aren't mad about something. Okay, I will make sure not to do a we're mad about something story. <laughs> no, you can do it. I like it. Cause you know what it is? It's I'm always shocked at how clever they are getting mad about something. <laughs> like, I, I hate that I'm bringing this up. It reminds me, actually, there's this porn star I'm in love with Okay. N- named Calvin from Sean Cody. Ugh, I'm in love with him. Okay, I'm not familiar. Uh, girl, I will make you familiar. He'll, I'll let, he could steal my, I'm going to steal his underwear. He's going to catch me stealing his underwear. <laughs> but I had thought, I don't know how this relates to this, that I'm all, there's no way that this guy can have sex any better on camera. But I just saw this new Calvin video. He, every single time he finds a new way to have sex even better on camera. So you're saying people of San Francisco are the They're, opposite of that. No, they're the, they're equal. They every week they find a way to pa- to surpass themselves at getting angry at things. <laughs> like I'm like, there's no way they can find something new to get angry about, and they they would. They'll get angry about it. Like we're gonna give out free cash. The cash is dirty and it's killing trees. Um, you know what they have here in L.A. now? Well, not now, but I just saw in the news, and I'm kind of excited about it. They're gonna be opening up the senior centers for gay people. Sure. These gay senior centers, which I know, okay, San Francisco already has 10 of them. Right. But all named LA, after Harvey Milk. They're all named after Harvey Milk. Everything. They're just gonna, they should just name San Francisco Milk. Just <laughs> get it over with. But uh, yeah, they have one already. It's called Triangle Square. This is the thing with the gay. It's called Triangle Square. I'm like, ugh, can't they just name it like not something gay? Like Triangle Square? Are you, are you, are you going to be reminded of it any second? But anyway, they have one called Triangle Square now. I think that's for low income, but they're opening one in a couple of years called the Argyle Apartments. Okay. And it opened in 2014. Okay. Mm-hmm. It has amenities. There's going to be a community room, landscaped common grounds. Does this sound very exciting? Yeah. 
children's PlayStation, which I don't know why they would have that as senior apartment complex. Okay. And outdoor seating. Now, let me tell you what. When I read all those amenities, every single time I kept thinking, like, different places the old gay guys could have sex. <laughs> There's a documentary out about um, Broadway, like a home for Broadway actors. Oh, that must be the most annoying <laughs> nursing home of all time. That must be the most obnoxious nursing home ever. But they, it, I mean, it's a similar issue that they're solving. So, I mean, a home for Broadway actors, the Ugh. majority of the men are homosexual anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But they, I guess, dramatic. they gave up, you know, a part of their life to do this. So a lot of them don't have a huge support network of family. Some people, like, have separated from their family. So they don't have, you know, the support to help them age and finish life properly. So... These homes are important, and then a lot of the career choices that they've got, they've had, they don't have um, um, good insurance to help them pay for homes and stuff. So, like low income homes like that are are important, right? I guess I'm still thinking about how annoying that place must be. <laughs> when I was having dinner with Jerry Robbins once, Arthur Lawrence walked in. And he said, "Oscar just gave me a hickey," and you're like, "Ugh." Tallulah Bankhead was a bitch. Uh, actually, now you know what? Now that I tell these, I kind of would love it now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I kind of want to be there. Well, I think that their activities would probably be fun because they're all like uh, dramatic you know, and... Super dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Sing-alongs would be great. But then, you know, they, you know, because, like, you know, Oklahoma is an old musical. So, you know, there's some old lady there who's like, I was the original. I can't remember the character's name. She's like... I'm just a girl who can't say no. Like, she's still seeing her, like, ingenue roles. Right. And you're like, oh, God. And the time that I danced with Lawrence Welk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I call Lawrence Welk kid. Ugh. <laughs> I can't decide if I love it or hate it. It's one of the two. It's a fine line. So now, but basically, I want to live, I think, I think I would like to live in a gay apartment, old apartment for old people. When you get older, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes when i get older gay men are known for being like super promiscuous mm-hmm. and i think like when you put a bunch of them together when they do like gay correction camps or whatever where they try to like pray the gay out of people mm-hmm. i think a lot of sex goes on and i would imagine that there a lot of sex goes on at this place too would you, uh, think? you know it does but i don't want to think about it it must be so gross um but i have another news story to talk about did you see this video It's nothing to do with la by the way it's just a gay news story did you see this video of this high school kid theater actor yeah. who came out at the awards thing yeah so cute okay my I'm original so... my original okay so if you didn't see the video there's this kid who gets an award it, it was like senior awards and so he got the award for like the senior class actor or whatever. So he gets up to get the award in front of his school and he comes out of the closet and says, you know, I've been acting in plays and musicals, but now I need to tell you, I've also been acting in life every day when I act like a straight man, because I'm not. And people cheer and it's great and uplifting, but my, I could not stop thinking like, shut the fuck up. Senior kids in high school. Like they're talking the whole time. Like he's giving this heartwarming speech and they're just talking. They just like yeah, they because they don't. You can tell they don't even know what he's. They're not even listening to him because you hear other people going like shh, shh, shut up. And then finally he ends, and it's finally quiet. And then they cheer, and then everyone just cheers. But here's what I have to say about it. Okay, look, I'm gonna say this. One, yeah, he's a cute guy. 
Okay. Okay. Two. Yes, it took a lot of courage to come out. It took a lot of courage to do that. I'm not taking anything away from this guy. This is speaking again to what I've spoken about before on an invisible podcast that I wasn't even recording or nobody was listening to. <laughs> yeah, in the bathtub. In the bathtub, where I'm when I was stealing underwear, where I feel like the gay community. This is my problem with the gay community. I feel like it glorifies people who do things like this but only if they're cute and when gay people who aren't cute do things they just kind of not that they ignore it but it doesn't get the attention that something that a cute person does i'll give you a perfect example okay that's what i was gonna ask for please give me a perfect example joe i'll tell you a perfect example who's this gay guy who saved gabby gifford's life what's that guy's name i don't even know his name yeah i don't know his name either exactly (laughs) exactly we don't know his name He, he looks like me with glasses (laughs) okay no here's here's a difference though he wasn't coming out he wasn't doing something quote-unquote heroic in the name of gay he did something heroic period he just happens to be a homosexual yeah but ellen dances across the stage and they give her an award so like are you saying that ellen is beautiful oh you're right no but she's a celebrity so that overcomes the beauty part i just feel like like for instance there was that the son of the lesbian. Remember he gave that speech? Mm-hmm. I don't care about him. Oh, but he happens to be good looking. How come all these people that they like put up for awards and get glad awards and stuff like that? They're always attractive. You never see some ugly schlub, whatever his name was, who saved Gabby Gifford's life. He's not getting any Fakakta award. See, I think, I think your argument's flawed. I think, I think you're flawed. I think that if, well, well, perhaps I could t- take this as far as maybe somebody who has confidence in their looks feels confident to do something like this, whereas the less attractive kid in the closet is dealing with the attractive self-confidence uh, issues plus the gay thing and can't get that far out. But, like, mm. this actor kid's winning an award. He's already popular and whatever. I think you're apologizing. Like, for I mean, if we're going to go out into the straight world, there's always that big thing that, you know, whenever kids are missing, you never see, like, an ugly black kid or an ugly Hispanic kid or an ugly kid in general that's missing. It's always a cute kid that's missing. You know, so the media will only play it up if it's a cute kid, a cute white kid that's missing. Yeah, I don't know if that's exactly the same issue. I think that you can't give me good examples of ugly kids doing heroic things that speak directly to like gay or coming out or supporting gay rights and not getting press. I mean, you might not be able to do that because they don't get press. Well, I don't, that's one good point. But two, I have to do a lot of research, but I think the point is because what I have to do is have to find a story where the gay, where gay people went crazy because somebody, I need to find a story, please somebody out there three people listening <laughs> I, I need to find a story where a gay person that was cute did something that had nothing to do with being gay and the gay press went crazy because he's gay sure which i'm sure it exists but i just don't know of any stories of very unattractive gay person doing something that speaks directly to gay rights and it not getting press well, that's tricky because they're not going to get press. Yeah, I know. You're going to try and tell me that that gay that gay culture is not looks and youth obsessed? No, I never said that. I just don't believe your argument that only attractive gay kids get gay press. Because I think there are there have to be ugly kids who come out. You know, there have to be ugly kids that come out or do something dramatic like this, 
and we well, it's just not just coming. It. It's not just coming out, and it's not just ger- being dramatic. It was caught on tape, and it's on YouTube, and it's easy to link to and watch. Well, yeah, because it went viral. But look, how, that, okay, then what? Okay, so it just happens to be that every viral video of someone doing something gay, like this, it happens to be a very attractive person. Like the soldier coming out to his dad, he just happens to be. Super I did not attractive. think he was attractive, though. But I know what story you're talking about. Oh, 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 okay. I see what you're saying. But oh, wait, hold on for a second. Not attractive. He was a ginger. He, he was blonde. Uh, looked red and okay. But he the was point a is, ugly even though you, you don't think he was attractive, but a lot of people. Did. Right. I and I see why. I mean, I'm not saying he was an ugly man. I yeah. just I just was not attracted to him. Well, he wasn't Filipino and still in your underwear. Right. Named Dale. <laughs> That is the worst name. Really? I don't think it's that bad of a name. Anyway, I win. That's the point. Okay. What's your week look like? Oh, you remember Celeste from when I lived in Orange County? Yes. She's the one that, like, from from New Orleans and whatnot. So Celeste just finished grad school in Rochester, and she is flying to Berkeley on Tuesday because she's interviewing for a teaching position at Cal Berkeley. So I'm going to see her Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of this week. Super excited about that. Was this your humble brag way of saying that you have smart friends? No. She, okay. didn't, she didn't get the job. Once she gets the job, I Dude, will. Dude, don't be such a negative, Nancy. <laughs> you have to think positive like she didn't get the job. I will brag at that point. And then okay. also on Monday, I have um, – have you ever heard of Coursera? Oh, is that the online school or something? Yeah, so all my cousin the, just did that. All these universities offer free classes. Um, it's like their online extension classes. They offer for free through Coursera. So I signed up for a class that starts tomorrow um, on uh, audio audio production or something. So and it's free. Like, how can you beat that? Um, I've been mentoring this kid. So one of the things I have to do after I'm mentoring this kid, and we met. On January 30th of 2012. So we're going to have like an anniversary day that we spend with each other. Uh, on thir- Is the 30th Thursday? I think it is. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what... Here's the deal. Or Wednesday. I don't know. It's Wednesday or Thursday, but here's the deal. is He's like young and like fit and wants to do things. He's like, we should go for a hike. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> when you say mentoring, you don't mean dating? <laughs> There's like an anniversary dinner... <laughs> It, it, no, you're not mean dating, but it's just weird that um, that it, it, I, I can't believe that it's been a year that I've been mentoring this kid slash so dating him. <laughs> so no hike. What are you guys just going to go eat or something? Candlelight? No, I don't know what we're going to do. He wants to spend he, – he's from Silmar. Do you know where that is? It's, it's, it's this gross, horrible, nothing city in the valley, the San Fernando Valley. He goes, can we spend a day in Silmar? Ugh. I don't know what I would do. Like The day doing what? I don't know. But I don't know. I'm going to try. I'm, maybe I'll go on a hike if it's somewhere like the mall. Can we do a hike at the mall or something like that? Um, okay. Here's – okay. And then I have a birthday dinner on I think whatever the next day is after the 30th. 31st? No, 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 no. But like whether it's Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. Um, with my friend Beth – she it's oh. her birthday and there's a birthday dinner so, i know beth yes you know beth and uh it's gonna be very dramatic it's me my, myself and these girls these girls and i get together for a dinner at this italian restaurant every every time someone's birthday and we usually land up getting told to 
be quiet because we tell dirty jokes. And then, but then here's the exciting one. So every year, I'm not, I have not been to this yet, but every year on Super Bowl Sunday at UCLA, these nerdy theater kids. So back in October, these kids audition for some show, but they don't know what the show is. Okay. Have I told you about this before? No, never. Oh, okay. Listen to this. They don't know what the show is. Then on the Saturday night before Super Bowl Sunday, everybody in the show, the cast, the orchestra, the director, the choreographer, every, the set designers, everybody, they find out Saturday night what this musical is. It's a musical. And it's always a big musical. They go with name musicals. And then they have 24 hours to put it up. <laughs> and so on Sunday night, they put up this tw- musical that they've been working on for 24 hours. So they have to choreograph Learn the lines. They find out what who got what roles. Learn the parts. Sing the songs. Do everything. Build the sets. Everybody has to do everything in 24 hours. And it goes up Sunday night at UCLA. We know I'm not going to be watching the Super Bowl. I don't even know who's in it. I'm so, going to go into that. Why do they audition in October, though? I don't know why they do it so far in advance. I read an article about it online. They do it back in October. I don't know why. Like I but know they, that they have to get the, the rights for the show and stuff, and that takes time so it's not like they can maybe just... they maybe they yeah maybe they use what they see to go well we can cast this guy in this part and what kind of show can we put on with these people gotcha maybe I sounds like it's gonna be either really great or really horrible so i can't wait to hear about it so wait is the super bowl next sunday mm-hmm. so this coming sunday oh <laughs> <laughs> mike what are you doing for the super bowl i don't know well my roommates actually might have people over they were really wait. into the playoff games Oh, because the 49ers are Yeah, because it's local. And, oh, and yeah. gays get into sports if they, like, understand what's at stake. You know what? That's a good point because there was – there is – the show still exists. There is a show that they should make a bigger deal of and gays and women should love it. I can't remember what it's called. It's on HBO. They do it every August during the training camps. Mm-hmm. And it's a reality show. And the NFL lets HBO go in. For the training, they pick a team every year, a different team. And you get to go into the training camps, and they really focus on You see everybody, but they focus on the people who are trying to get on the team. Mm-hmm. And people get, like, cut. It's like American Idol, but for football. So you get to learn their backstory, why it's important they make it on the team. <clears throat> you feel sorry for them when they get cut. Maybe this is their last chance. Maybe they're too old. Maybe they're too young. You know, it's and you hear all these backstories of the pros and the people trying to get on the team and the coaches. Yeah, they need to do more stuff like that. They probably do, and I just don't pay attention. Right. Yeah, so I guess that's next Sunday for me, too. I didn't think about that. All right, well, it was nice talking to you, Mike. All right, nice talking to you, too. All right, I'll talk to you next week. All right, bye, Joe. Bye, Mike. Thanks for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Follow us on Twitter at CU Podcast. Like the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash CU Podcast. And don't forget to catch up with us next week at cupodcast.com or by subscribing in iTunes. Until next week, ciao. I pooped my pants.